the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 970 presents Eye on Real Estate. This is your premier source for real estate information. From the hot properties in the tri-state to the latest in real estate market trends. From mortgage news to answers to all of your real estate questions, you'll be in the know with help from the experts. Call now, 866-970-9622. 866-970-9622. Now, here's your host for Eye on Real Estate, Douglas Elliman's CEO, Dottie Herman. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. I'm Dottie Herman, and you're listening to Eye on Real Estate. We are the only show on talk radio that is all about real estate, and I mean all about real estate. However, real estate is something that everyone wants to talk about, everyone wants to know about, everybody's interested in. It's kind of a universal language. Uh, Think about it. Everything is connected in some way to real estate from the roof over your head to the biggest investment you'll probably make your entire life. By the way, I think it's something like 82 or something like that percent of the self-made millionaires made it in real estate, uh, made it by investing in real estate, buying, selling, inheriting, mortgages, noisy neighbors, where everything that has to do with real estate, and we want to hear any questions or thoughts you have. Um, We promise it's not this to say the end of the summer because I am getting a proclamation together. (laughs) <laughs> that summer should go on for another month or two. Yay, what do you think? Yay. Will you sign it, yes, Andrew? Dottie. Yes, well, we have the petition already. Have we been circulating it? October, Good. you said, right? Right. <laughs> By the way, that Andrew Lee is with us as our real estate attorney. He also lectures and runs one of the largest real estate schools in the country. His, His company. company is called, obviously, The Lieb at Law. That's got a good name and if you have a problem a legal question you answered or you'd like answered there really is no one better than andrew leave to ask so you can call him at 866-970-9622 with the stock market fluctuating widely and interest rates about to dip lower how will that affect your mortgage or your home equity loan is now the best time for you to apply for a mortgage you can ask Ron Reamer, a loan manager for Citizens Bank Home Loans, who was with us today. Welcome, it's a great Ron. Time to apply. Welcome, welcome, welcome. And it's such thank a you. luscious day. And of course, we always want to thank Citizens Bank for the, all their support. Citizens is an expert in helping young people solve down payment problems to buy homes. And that's why Citizens has their own down payment assistance program. That's correct. They have their own down payment assistance program. And you'd be surprised how little down you might qualify for. You can discuss payment options or refinancing your student loan with Citizens Bank. And I know a lot of you that carry students loan have not refinanced, and it would save you so much money. Mm-hmm. Um, you can call Citizens at 1-888-514-2300. That's 1-888-514-2300. 
And Citizens has a 24-7 customer contact center where you can bank any time of the day or night. And if you're like me at 3 o'clock in the morning and you're still up, you can still do it then. And they also offer the convenience of approximately 3,200 ATMs. So give us a ring at 866-970-9622 or you can reach us or meet me on Facebook or Instagram or email us here at Radio Show at Element. Obviously, before I go into the highlight of our show, I always tell you that if you were born, what you are a Virgo, and Virgo is the ruling planet, um, is Mercury, and that's the planet of communications. And I am convinced that so much in life and so many successful people are good at communications. It's a very important skill. And I think more and more people should learn how to communicate better. I think it's key in business. Oh, so it's key I to think life, Dottie. You, it is, you know, Andrew. When, uh, you got to be able to communicate and talk. And so I don't know if I ever told you this, Dottie. My background is I used to be a professor of human sexuality. And what? I have a master's Wait in public second, health. Andrew. I, I taught human uh, sexuality in college. And um, I, I have a master's in public health. I worked at Kinsey. And I'm going to tell you something interesting. Wow. You know the number one reason why people get divorced? Um, you, well, you're giving it away. Communication. I'll tell you. It's because they can't communicate. They have false expectations, and they don't talk. And what people don't realize is that a real estate deal is like putting together a marriage. You've got you to gotta make everyone talk and communicate and say your expectations. You see, the woman thinks the man's going to take the garbage out every day, and the man thinks she's going to make dinner every night, and neither of them plan on doing either of those things. Communication is the key. You know, that's so true. And what you said before that, I always tell people, when you're doing a real estate deal, there's the buyer and the buyer's attorney. Then there's the seller and the seller's attorney. Then there's the bank um, and maybe the title company. And truthfully, everybody's really worried about their own thing. And sometimes when you don't use the right attorney, besides that they might not know things, they just don't negotiate. I've been at closings where, you know, there was one, uh, you know, I'm sure, Andrew, you're, you've been through this and you know how to deal with it. That's why we love to use you. But where this one attorney was, everything that he asked, he was getting a yes, yes, yes. And the other attorney looked kind of bad in front of the clients because he didn't get anything he wanted. And so the attorney that was getting all the yeses, should have realized I got to give this attorney a little win so he looks okay in front of his clients. It's You're all so about, right. and the deal blew up. I am telling you because of attorneys, okay? Yes. Because he he didn't know how to negotiate that properly, and so it's just so true. And when you're making a deal, I always tell people, you know what? It's not I win and you lose. It's to make people feel that everyone won. That's how you put a deal together. Dottie, I'll tell you my favorite part about this communication thing. My clients like to say, when are we closing? When are we closing? This is probably one of the biggest questions you hear too, right? When are we closing? When's the closing? And I always say to them, imagine trying to have dinner plans with eight people and scheduling that. <laughs> Think about that. You've got to get the buyer's attorney. The buyer, the buyer's wife, yeah. the seller's attorney, the seller's wife, the mortgage person, the, 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 the title closer, the bank attorney. Get all these people into dinner. Like It's just like it, it, my paralegal, Samantha Source, that runs this in my office, she's in charge of this. I think that she deserves like a award to be able to coordinate. She, she, she should make dinner plans for all of us. It's amazing. 
Yeah, no, really. I, I don't think people realize really what goes into it. I mean, it really, and when you put the right team together, you, you know, it makes such a difference. It's kind of a home run. You know, Andrew, we, again, are putting a petition out. We don't want it to be the end of the summer. But since it is Labor Day, I have to say that is, you know, if you go back and the creation of Labor Day was it was dedicated to social and economic achievements of the American workers. And um, it also symbolizes, we're going to have to change that, the end of the summer and the start of back no. to school season. And do you know, Andrew, that the first Labor Day celebration was September 5th, 1882 in New York City. And during that wow. time, the average American worked 12 hours a day and six days a week. And it wasn't until September 3rd in 1916 that our modern eight-day work day was established. They so worked. 72 hours was a regular work week? Yes. That's incredible. Yes. And I want to tell everyone that's driving, please be careful when you drive. It is the second most dangerous holiday weekend to drive, Memorial Day being the first, because people are all on the roads. They're all driving to barbecues and parties. The weather is luscious. So just be careful when you drive. And if you're a good driver, you just be aware of anybody that's not. Um, it's really important. We also want to wish the best and uh Hopefully it won't be too bad, but Dorian, that we, you know, we want to wish all our friends and our company and all the people in Florida, we're going to, they don't really, I don't think they really know. They know pretty much, but they don't know it could have a little twist or a turn, um, but they're, uh, Florida's bracing for Dorian, and we hope that that doesn't turn out too bad. Um, Daddy, Georgia you know, and Carolina, too, they're saying it could go up, so let's wish them as well the best. Yes, yes, you're right. They, they, I think they changed that last night late. Um, that, yeah. Yeah. So uh, I just, yeah, and we want to also say, you know, if you're free and you want to do something, I mean, it's the classics. To, um, tomorrow is the last day, and uh, you will, and the weather's going to be great. So you're just going to see movie stars and people all out, uh, the horse races. It's a fun thing to do. Um, if you are going, there's probably still tickets you can get them. And just remember, Plenty of time because you might hit some traffic. <laughs> you might hit Dottie, some traffic. Ellerman introduced me to this years ago. It's such a cool show if people haven't done this. Um, I took my little kid there, and they have little things that you can have the kids ride on horses and go around pony rides. Ellerman's a big sponsor of this thing, and it's unbelievable yeah, you guys it do for so many. Yeah, we've been sponsoring it so many for years, and today, not that you can't bring your child any day, but today especially as kids – Kids Children's Day, and there's petting zoos, and there's animals, and there's rides. It's it's just a lot of fun. Last week, Billy Joel brought his four-year-old daughter, and she rode around on Oh, wow. Horse. I should have brought my son. We could have made a, a, a little yes, show. They could have yes. got together. Mm -hmm. So today, you know, if, you, if you're lacking things to do, you can go to the beach. You can go to a barber. You can drive out to the Hamptons. You can drive to Jersey Shores. It is just wonderful outside, and um, people kind of are all happy when the weather's nice. I think it puts uh, it, it puts everybody kind of in a great mood, don't you think? I, I, no humidity, I, Dottie, is what I'm loving. There's no humidity. It's beautiful outside, sunshine. I went in the ocean yesterday. It was unbelievable. Was it warm? It was. So what it is is, you know that Long Island, and I went to Long Island Beach in West Hampton, 
the first minute you think you're going to freeze to death. That's true. But then it gets warm and beautiful, and it's the best. I couldn't get out. I was so in love, and it's crystal clear and beautiful. Everyone's got to go swimming. This is the best time of the year. It is the best time of the year, and uh, it always is like that. It's freezing. You feel like I have to like kind of inch my way into the ocean a little bit of time, and then once I just throw myself in, then you feel great. So, so the key is what you just said. You got to you got to throw yourself in. The inching is so painful. I don't know how you do that. I I run and dive. Well, you're smarter because you have to do that eventually. Okay, it's you the way can to inch go. yourself in, but uh, eventually you really have to dive. Just dive in. Uh, and the real estate market is busy. People are out. And 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 uh, speaking of the Hamptons, that's the second home market. And so their busiest season probably is now because, or right after the holidays, because a lot of people rent for the summer, and so you can't get into some of the houses. Uh, but as I said on the show a couple of weeks ago, and I'm going to say this every day, with money as cheap as it is today, and Ron, what are the instant interest rates? It's about 3.5% on a 30-year fix, 275 on a 7-1 arm. It's, it's a great time to be taking out a mortgage. Yeah, it's like free money, guys. So, you know, if you're in the market for an investment or a summer house or you're looking for a house, the interest rates, I mean, really, I've, I, I came from a time when they were 12, 13, 14% even higher. So this is like really, a, it's, it's a great time to get a mortgage. And there's a lot of different programs. Okay, let me take a yeah, quick question. Yeah, you cannot do better from, on a mortgage rate today. Yeah. I want to take a quick question from Irene. Hi, Irene. Happy Memorial... Well, it's Labor Day. Happy Labor Day weekend. Hi, Irene. Do I have you? I listen to you every Saturday. Oh, great, Eileen. (laughs) What are you doing for... What are you doing for the weekend? Uh, I might be going to a horse ranch out east tomorrow. Oh, nice. Nice. It's a horse ranch that um, uh, rescues horses. Oh, that's even better. Yeah, that's really nice. But I have a question because um, I live in a co-op, and it's a big one, 438 units, and we have two residents, one above the other, that are severely fighting with each other, and they're bringing their problem to the homeowners association. When you say fighting, I mean they're fighting verbally. I mean they're fighting openly. Does everyone know about it? Do you hear it? Yeah, verbally, oh. you know, one is accusing the other one of stomping on the uh, floor with her feet, um, you know, just making too much noise, uh, speaking loudly, uh, going out to the common area and uh, putting lots of plants in the common area when, when you shouldn't even be touching the common, common area. So that they're just, they just don't get along. And I don't, I myself personally, as a resident, I don't think this is a problem that should go to the HOA. I think that this is a problem that they have to solve. Is it a co-op? Or it's a co-op. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, it really depends. I mean, if they just don't like each other and this, I mean, but if there's probably, so, if there's an accusation, uh, you know, if someone says, well, he's too well, loud. There, there were accusations, but uh, they've been proved uh, not valid. Not true. Not, not true. Valid. Is it affecting your living there? It's affecting. It's not affecting me personally or the uh, other residents, 
but they're bringing their problem to the HOA board. And, um, what does that mean? It, they're they're starting filing to complaints? The homeowners board. Association, correct? Yes. Is there a co-op, a homeowners association? Homeowners I, maybe association. it's a condo. Are you sure it's not a condo? No, it's not a condo. Okay, okay. So and my question is, when you, say when you say they're bringing their complaints, what does that mean? They're just talking about it? They're filing formal well, complaints? Well, they, they want the uh, Homeowners Association to do something about it. So there's and the only thing the that I myself as a resident feel, uh, well, so, one has to move. <laughs> one has to leave. So let me tell you the answer. It's real easy. There's something called the business judgment rule, and a co-op yeah. board doesn't have to do anything if they don't want to. So that's if what the I thought. Yes. board doesn't want to do anything, they could just stay out of it. Okay, that's what I thought. But I, I just that's wanted a, to hear it from one. you guys. Yeah, and you know what, Irene? It can't, it can't hurt. Maybe they'll act kind of like a mediator, you know, uh, and maybe they'll be able to get them to kind of speak because, as Andrew said before, communication is key. Yes. And maybe when they're in front of the homeowners, you know, when they're at the board, they'll – They'll have to speak because they'll stop them from screaming at yes. each other. We've and maybe that will help. Yes, we've tried it once, and the one party would not come to mediation. So now we're trying it legally with, with an attorney. And if they don't... What does don't, that mean by your... Tr- Pardon me? I'm, I'm confused because when you originally brought this up, you said that you wanted to know if the court board has to do anything, and now you're telling us that, that you were trying it with an attorney. Well, what does that mean? They are... Yes, yes, you are absolutely right. Um... What happened was um, they were accusing the um, manager, the manager of the complex, of um, being partial, being partial. So they felt that the So that's why the board had to get involved. Yeah, yeah. To protect their employee. Yes, yes. Yeah, Yeah, so that's important. And so what the co-op can do is they have probably in house rules about disturbing peace and quiet and they can give a penalty usually in the house rules it says you get a first warning then you get a penalty then you get a second penalty then they foreclose on the shares so this escalates very quickly if people aren't going to behave but i like dottie's suggestion better why don't you and i we we get some baked by melissa cupcakes we send it to each of them and say they both (laughs) want to make up and and we can what a great idea (laughs) i like it i like it Thank you very, very much. Have a You've great weekend, Irene. Have a great weekend. We're Thank you. I love your program. Thank you. Thank you. We're at 866-970-9622. Yeah. You know, I also wanted to, and I, I think I posted this, but there's a lot of talk now. You're hearing recession, and some of the economists uh, say that, you know, they expect uh, a recession soon, and they w- that it will begin in 2020. And some anticipate that it will start in 2021. Some expect that it won't start at all. And, again, you know, it makes news. Uh, Well, first of all, I don't see whole prices uh, plummeting. But um, basically they did a a whole story on that because buyers say, well, what happens? Will prices fall like they did during the Great Recession? Well, they don't expect the recession like the Great Recession we had and what was that, 2007 or 8? Uh, first of all, and Ron can tell you this, people can't borrow as much money like and they don't have to show that they even have a job, okay, which was what happened in those days. You know, they're much stricter on the credit. And uh, it is really a good time to buy. I personally don't see prices, and I'm in that, I'm in it every day of the week. 
prices aren't the likely to fall. The banks are still lending money, Dottie. Obviously, still need to have a job and qualify, but from a mortgage point of view, the rates Ron, are still can you hold low. that thought? Because we're getting a break. 866-970-9622. We'll be right back. Ron, you'll finish up right after we have a break. What can young lawyers or anyone in business learn from an experienced attorney? Everything. Everything needed for creating successful and ethical relationships. That is, if the attorney is Skip Kiesel. Tom Girardi's guest this weekend on Champions of Justice. There are ways to motivate people that involve gentlemanly behavior, and there are ways of bullying that destroy results. Tune in Champions of Justice, Sunday mornings at 10, here on AM 970, The Answer. Something you need to know about Pete and Seth Talbot, the father-son owners. They're on a mission to help as many people as possible to get out of pain. They've been a consistent sponsor of this show. In radio, sponsors come and go. They, they may even stay for a year or so, and then they're gone. Not so with Relief Factor. Pete and Seth are consistent year after year. Why? Because tens of thousands of people are now taking Relief Factor every day for their back and neck pain, shoulder pain, hip pain, knee pain, etc. And now they're in less or no pain at all. That's the truth. I'd like you to try it. Three-week quick start is just $19.95. In three weeks, you'll know if it works. How's that? Is that a great thing or what? Cancel if it doesn't work. Otherwise, it's the best nineteen ninety five you will have spent. That's the quick start, relieffactor.com. Um, excuse me. Yes. In case you haven't noticed, advertising has changed over the years. What? It used to be customers could find or discover your business in just a handful of ways. Now, life is digital with so many more options and things you need to do. You need Salem Surround, a full-service digital agency with all your digital marketing under one roof. When a potential customer searches for your product, do they find your business or the competition? Is your business's contact information accurate and everywhere it should be to reach today's digital consumer? Does your website have all the right tools to turn visitors into leads? If not, we've got some solutions. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and to help get your message in front of today's digital audience. We'll help deliver customers by putting your business message in the right place at the right time. Don't just invest in a marketing strategy. You need to surround your target audience. Learn more at surroundnewyork.com. Surroundnewyork.com. Connecting you with new customers. For our Ask the Lawyer friends and listeners, you can attend any of Connors & Sullivan's free seminars on elder law, Medicaid, wills, and estate planning, and more. Yes, it's all free and all close to you. So come to Connors & Sullivan's free seminars. On Tuesday, September 24th at Lenny's Clam Bar, 161-03, Cross Bay Boulevard in Howard Beach at 11 a.m. and 3 p.m. On Wednesday, September 25th at 11 a.m., 3 p.m. and 7 p.m. at Connolly's Corner, 71-17 Grand Avenue in Maspeth. And on Friday, September 25th, 27th at the Adria, 221-17 Northern Boulevard in Bayside at 11 a.m. and 3 p.m. Can't go to any Connors & Sullivan's free seminars? Then call Connors & Sullivan at 718-238-6500 for your own free office appointment. Make an educated decision on your estate and family legal solutions today. Call Connors & Sullivan at 718-238-6500 or go to connorsandsullivan.com. Plan now for later. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. 
It's the Labor Day sale at Ace. Right now, buy one, get one 50% off on gallons of our top paint and stain brands like Valspar, Clark & Kensington, Cabot Stain, and Magnolia Home Paint. And with our Ace Extra Mile Promise, we'll help you get everything you need to paint in one trip or delivery is free. Don't miss the Labor Day sale. Buy one, get one 50% off our top paint and stain brands. Now through Monday, only at Ace. Limit two, delivery subject to availability. Visit acehardware.com for details. It's I on Real Estate. Got a question? Call 866-970-9622. Here's Douglas Elements CEO, Dottie Herman. Hi, we're back, and you're listening to I on Real Estate. And again, happy Labor Day, everyone. We were talking about the fear of a recession, and of course, I don't see it, but that's a mixed bag, and everybody just has an opinion. There is no one that really has a crystal ball to really know. Um, Realtor.com believes that prices will flatten, but likely not fall. Um, we don't see it. We kind of see a flat market. And a big wild card, and we were talking to Ron, is that interest rates, which are, they're, what did you say, 3.5 around there, Ron? Today. Yeah. And uh, as long as they don't, uh, go any higher, and they won't. They, if anything, they're going to tr- probably go down. Um, yeah, the rates are definitely going to go down further. The reason they haven't gone down further uh, the last few weeks is the bond market, um, which is one of the indicators for rates, has not really stabilized. Once right. that does, over the next couple of months, the rates will start to go down even further. Oh, that's yeah, so that's great news. And Lawrence Young, who we'll have to have on the show one day, who's the chief economist of National Association of Realtors, he says, Ron, just like you, homeowners these days have a record amount of equity in their homes. Um, that means homeowners who lose their jobs and are unable to make their monthly mortgage payments are more likely to put their property on the market instead of going into foreclosure. And, you know, we were doing the show during that whole crisis. And what would happen is people, the only people that really got hurt were people that bought at the height and had to sell or people took so much equity because it was a whole thing on taking equity. And you should, and it's good to take equity out of your home um, if you are wise about it. But people just took everything out of their home. And then when the market dropped, there was no equity. And when they had no equity left, they didn't care if they went into foreclosure. They didn't care if they lost it. But let's put it this way. If you have a house, and let's say it's worth 500000 and you have 150000 of equity, you're not going to let that go to foreclosure. You're going to try to sell it. And the banks, believe me, do not want your house. They really are not in so business. important, too. These people that have equity in their home, if they're having financial hardship, instead of just taking a gamble, what they should do is contact their banks because a lot of banks offer what's called a forbearance program that says for a month, two months, three months, six months, they'll give you reduced payments or no payments to help you get out of the jam so you don't sink and, and drown. So if you're teetering a little and you have that equity, your first call is to check out these forbearance programs instead of just throwing out the towel. Yeah, and you know, Andrew I'm, and, and Ron, you know, New York and I, I believe Connecticut and like the tri-state area, you know, that takes a long time to foreclose. I know people that are in the house for seven years and the bank didn't take it yet. Whereas in California, but in yeah. California, they can, they just, it's a different, I, I'll, I'll get you the exact uh, law there, but it's different. They, in like uh, in, on the West Coast, you could go into foreclosure and they could take your house three months later. 
in in this the area. The main reason is that in in New York, there's a judicial foreclosure, and what happens is you have to do the whole lawsuit. So what happens is you start off in what's called Civil Practice Laws and Rules 3408. It's called a foreclosure settlement conference. And you could stay in these conferences, Dottie, where the goal is to find a modification or a short sale or a way out. You could stay in that just for a year just to start the case before they even start. So there's so many opportunities. New York's a state that says, let's try and find solutions. Let's not try and take the house away. Yes, that that that's really true. And so if you're in any kind of trouble, we're in a state, and I believe Connecticut and Jersey are pretty close to that, where they really try to help you. They don't look to take your house because they don't want it. Okay? But, Dottie, why don't they here's want the it? issue. Here's, they don't want it. They're the not, they don't want to They, don't they want have to have, sell it? Yeah, then they have to sell it. What do they want your house for? And especially, uh, you know, then, well, there used to be a program, and this Andrew goes back. Um, I was... God knows, it was probably 15 years ago. There was a bank that's no longer around, and they had a program that was called Cash for Keys. And what you would do yep. is because if a tenant, if a person had a house, and let's say they were broke, they had no equity, they had no equity in their home, so they didn't care, they would stay in as long as they could because it was free rent. You know what they do? So Donnie, they would give they you cash to, to get out. What? Yes. They take the pipes when they leave, too. I don't know if you know that. That's why they give them the cash. They want it in pristine condition. Because when someone gets foreclosed on, they cut up the walls, they take the pipes, they ruin well, not the, everyone. the holes everywhere. Not, not everyone. everyone. I've but, seen that, oh, not but not all. everyone. Oh, I don't, but, mean, I don't mean in a negative way. I mean that's what the bank's trying to incentivize you not doing. They give you the money so you leave gracefully. And that's, right. you know, legally that's called a deed in lieu of foreclosure. Deed in lieu? And all the banks do that still. That's the exit strategy that you can negotiate. And, Dottie, you know what you're really asking for when you do a deed in lieu is you're saying, if I'm upside down, I don't want to be liable for the amount I'm upside down. I'll give you the keys. You give me some moving expenses, and I get out. What do they do with the pipes? Well, they so just do what to be spiteful. Some of these metal, Steve, Stephen, some of these metal, they, they sell it. And, and they take out some of the – yeah, Exactly. And I've seen such horror stories. My, my law firm does a lot of foreclosure work. And I'm not telling you everyone does it all, but the motivation of the deed in lieu, and it goes back to our communication conversation, Dottie, is let's get everyone talking and let's get a graceful way that everyone could have the most optimal situation moving forward. And cash for keys is just a colloquial way of saying a deed in lieu of foreclosure. Yes, but, but to Andrew's point, Ron will tell you, if there is a problem, you should call your bank. Um, they will try to work for you with you. And go back to the existing bank that you have the loan with, too. They'll, they'll do a better job for you. Yeah. But, again, people really, they don't allow you to take all your equity out of your home anymore. So they learned that lesson. And, you know, I remember when I bought my house and um, my accountant said, you can only spend this amount of money. And uh, I wanted a house in the Hamptons. And I said, but I want this house and I don't qualify. And he said, all right, you can yours and then it was just people didn't even have to have they they didn't have to show it they didn't have income to, you, you didn't have to show what you made okay well, so Dottie, you know <laughs> after the great recession they started this thing in um Tiller, the truth and lending act called ability to pay regulations because all these borrowers said hey it's unfair they shouldn't have loaned us the money and everyone's going well why'd you borrow it so the law changed and said banks really need to figure out if someone can afford to repay. And so a lot of borrowers might be um, upset with their banker when they ask for all these documents. But really, um, am I right? The, the, the yeah. reason that they're asking for this is to make sure they're get paid. Tell us. 
Yeah, that's uh, that's part of the Dodd-Frank Act that came out also after the other recession um, in 2008 was that we have to make sure the borrowers qualify for a loan. So, you know, borrowers have the equity. They can take out a a great rate today of 3 percent, 4 percent. You know, they can do a debt consolidation, but we still have to make sure they qualify and collect those documents. So yes. those documents aren't being annoying. That's you making sure they, they can actually pay the loan. So you're doing them a favor by going yeah. through all those things. But, Ron, there's of a course, lot of... And it's not that intru- it's not that intrusive. It's just two years tax returns, two months of bank statements, two pay stubs. It's not that intrusive. Uh, no, it's not. And, 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 Ron, just to, to, to when you're thinking of buying something, don't open more credit cards and don't... Uh, get a new and car and add car payments on. And if you're borrowing money from, and if you're borrowing money from your parents or something, make sure that money is in your account already because you have to show that For you like have three it. Three months before something. Yeah, wrong? yeah. So, uh, but but I think that it's it's fairly. Um, but there's so many different mortgages, and what I would suggest you do, because, again, there's not – I always say this, one size does not fit all. So you have to look at your circumstances, your goals. You have to look at, you know, sometimes your age, you know, because not that you can get a mortgage at 80, but, like, do you know, is you, do you both plan to work? Do you have to look at all these things? And then you would call Ron or Citizens Bank and sit down with them and talk to them about what mortgage – is best for you. And sometimes people get bonuses at the end of the year or their salary is going to go up. So you really, really should take the time to sit and talk to somebody so that you know uh, exactly. And I think Ace always says this, and it's not how much you can afford. It's what you're comfortable. So you should pick a number that you're comfortable with spending every month. And some people want to still go out, go out to dinner and stuff, and so they would not want to spend quite as much money. And some people say, look, for the house, we'll give up doing things. So it really comes down to, like, what do you feel comfortable in spending every month? And then you can go to Citizens, and they'll work it backwards for you. And, again, if you don't have a big down payment, they have a lot of different programs. So make sure you do that or Send us an email, and it's 866-970-9622. I have a question for both you guys. Came in, it says, Dear Dottie, 30 years ago, I turned the ground floor of my house into an apartment. I've had only three tenants in all the years. Lucky, because I never got any permission. I've never been asked. I don't know if the apartment is legal or what. When I go for a mortgage, and I'm going to... When I go for a mortgage, is my home a rental property urgent? And this one's from Scarsdale. And Ron and Andrew, we, we have a break, so we'll answer it right after the break. Their question is, do I, is this a rental property? I don't, they don't even know if it's legal. We'll be right back with the answer to your question, 866-970-9622. Right back after the break. I'm Michael Conti. And I'm Michael Honig from Honig Conti Perino Insurance. Our families have been in business since 1902. We want to let you know about some common misconceptions most people have about insurance. Number one, I don't need it. That'll never happen to me. Well, nine out of ten claims are water damage claims. And whether you're a business owner or a homeowner, it's not the thousands of dollars it costs to make the repairs that will shock you, but the tens of thousands of dollars it costs for a temporary office or housing. Bet you didn't know that. Number two, insurance is like a drive through 
and I can purchase it like a side of fries. The process shouldn't be difficult, but it does require real people that can guide you. Whether providing insurance for your apartment, co-op, condo, house, or your business, Michael Honig and Michael Conti are names you can trust. So call the Michaels today at 212-777-7113. That's 212-777-7113, or visit them online at honigconti.com, H-O-N-I-G-C-O-N-T-E.com. Honig Conti Perino, not just here to provide insurance, but insurance guidance. Did you know it was once considered anti-American to throw away the core of an apple? In the 1940s, there was a common poster with a picture of a beautiful child happily eating the core of an apple. The slogan read, Be True to the Core. This was a nationwide program concentrating on nutrition and discouraging food waste. Keeping our citizens strong at home was an important aspect of winning the war in Europe. American citizens are fighting the war against lifestyle disease. Research shows we must eat every edible part of fruits and vegetables to keep our bodies strong and able to fight off biological invaders that are making us sick. Much of the disease-fighting chemistry in fruits and vegetables are located in the core and skin of produce. Often we are peeling off and coring the strongest available chemistry for fighting the deadly diseases of our day. It turns out Grandma was right. Eat all your fruits and vegetables and be true to the core. This is Dr. Douglas Howard with your health tip of the week. Balance of nature, changing the world one life at a time. I find them extremely helpful in so many areas that I had had issues with before. And, you know, so there's there's a direct cause and effect, you know, from before taking them to now taking them. If I don't take them, I am really in a fog. And when I do, I have a sense of just energy and clarity that I didn't, I I shouldn't have. I'll just say, I'll I'll just put it that that way. Experience the Balance of Nature difference for yourself. To end the summer season, Balance of Nature is offering a 35% discount and free shipping on your first Balance of Nature order. This summer special is ending between now and Labor Day, so don't wait. Call 800-2468-751. That's 800-2468-751. Or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code THEANSWER. Your life is an important one. Here at AM 970 The Answer, we want to hear how this station is making a direct and positive impact on your life. Each day, our programs and hosts enter your busy world of responsibilities and challenges, and every day it's our wish that what you hear on this station positively affects you and your family. We may be your main source of much-needed information, or we may provide you with a perspective about the world that is truthful and timely. Maybe it's giving you unique insights at just the right time. These interactions happen regularly, and we'd love for you to tell us about it. Here's what we want you to do. Visit am970theanswer.com and type in the keyword story for all the details. Then record a video message on a camera or a mobile device and share your story with us. Here's the best part. For sharing your impact story with us, you'll automatically be eligible to win a grand prize of a $1,000 gift card. So share your story today. Visit am970theanswer.com and use the keyword story for all the details, contest rules, and to submit your video. That's am970theanswer.com, keyword story. It's I on Real Estate. Got a question? Call 866-970-9622. Here's Douglas Elements CEO, Dottie Herman. Okay, so right before the break, we're back. We're with Andrew Lieb, our legal counsel and our legal advisor, and Juan Weaver, our financial 
supervisor, and I had a question that said that from a listener from Scarsdale, and 30 years ago, they turned their ground floor of the house into apartments. So they have only three tenants. They've had only three tenants in all the years. They never got permission. I've never been asked. I don't know if the apartment is legal or what. When I go for mortgages, my home or rental property. Well, as long as they occupy that. one of the units in the property, then it's still an owner-occupied property because you can have multifamily properties with other units that are rented out yeah, as but long if as it's you not, occupy one of those units. Yeah, but if it's not legal, I don't believe you can count it. If it's not legal, they may not be able to close, obviously. They no, no, I don't think – I mean, if that. you're – you know, it's like when people are renting their basements out and things of that nature. Uh, to my knowledge, and I could be not correct, but I think I am. To my knowledge, if it's not a legal apartment, then you can do what you want unless somebody turns you in. But you can't go and say, I'm, I'm making this income on this illegal apartment. You can't do That's that. That's right. You I, can't use the income then. You would, be, you would have to have your own income to uh, qualify for the mortgage of how it's the tenant's income. Right. Since it's not legal. But if you, if you, but as Ron says, if your home is, you know, if you're in it and you're occupying an apartment and it is legal, um, I wouldn't say it's a rental property, but you can show Correct. that income, I believe. Will the right. bank and then ask if it's legal? As the owner occupied. Ron, yeah. will the I'm bank sitting ask here terrified of this whole question. I just want everyone to know that, that uh, I'm, I'm feeling for our friend from Scarsdale because I, I don't know if she realizes, like, the mess she's in. So you need to find out if this property is legal. I just want to tell everyone what could happen when you rent an illegal property. First of all, your tenants don't have to pay because good luck trying to do a landlord-tenant proceeding and collecting the rent. It's going to be a disaster. And I don't know if everyone knows, but tenants can invite code enforcement in to say, hey, come on in and check out how illegal it is. Tenants have a right to do that, and you could end up with all these tickets. And more importantly, let's say one of these tenants get injured and the place was illegal. It was an illegal conversion of the basement. That's what I'm hearing going on here. It's an illegal conversion. What would happen or the ground floor, uh, they illegally turned it into it. If someone gets injured, there's a presumption of negligence. And more importantly, your insurance company is going to disclaim coverage. And I got the worst one for you. In New York City, I've seen manslaughter charges when tenants die in illegal apartments. Oh, wow. oh goodness. Well, let me just say this because uh, I know a ton of people that rent their apartments <laughs> illegally, and sometimes that's the only way they can make payments. So um, just know that if you're good, and, and you know, when you buy a property, if the apartment's not legal, you can. Rent it if no one turns you in, and I suggest you never drive, you never park your tenants, park in front of your next-door neighbors, and I would advise you be friendly with them. But you can't count on that income because if they do find out, they're going to throw the, you know, the people will have to get out. So if you're buying and it's not a legal two-family, then no, or three, then know that that you you know you can get lucky and rent it and a lot I, I would have to tell you a lot of people do that, uh, but they could you you could feel what Andrew's saying. So, so Dottie, yeah. I always tell people it all doesn't matter until it matters, and you're saying they can't count on income, but it's a step further because if something goes bad, they're going to be out 
out on the street. Like, it's going to be terrible. So please, if you need that money, just legalize it. It's worth getting the money to legalize it. And sometimes you can't. And but how then you can need you another legalize it? So you can, it depends where you are. A lot of places you can create an accessory apartment. A lot of places it could be illegal too. So what you want to do is you want to check your local code. Scarsdale is a village. So Scarsdale has its own rules in the village. But I, what I would recommend doing is contacting a local attorney. You can call me up. You can call up the station, write a further email. I, I really want you to suggest doing something about it because, you know, if they need that money, and that's what you're, you're saying, Dottie, they need the money to pay the mortgage, right? Well, they're going for a mortgage. So when I go for a mortgage, is my home a rental property? So I assume that they do. No, but I'm just saying, yeah. listen, in my career, I would say, you know, like I would, I, you know, I saw so many houses that they rented some part of it and it was illegal and you can't turn it to be legal that I, I mean, I don't think you could have. Well, it depends but, why it's illegal. And, and, and so if you they're... had like a kitchen in the basement or something, they would have to take the kitchen out when they were, you know, showing the apartment. And I always tell the buyers if it's not a legal apartment, and that doesn't mean you can't have an apartment in the home because a lot of people have apartments or they made their basement, has, a, you know, a kitchen, a whole thing. But if it's not legal, if you're a buyer, you can't count on that for a rental. And if you're a seller, you can't, you can't advertise that as that's like an apartment. You just can't. And as Andrew said, you can get into a lot of trouble, although I think more than you think do that. Uh, I don't know, you know, but uh, the first thing that they should do is find out if it's legal. And uh, I said, and, it's know, so and, important to know if it's legal. And Dottie, you said something so important. I want to transition this conversation a little. You said when you're buying a house to know, too. And so many people buy a house and they think they're going to get the rental income, as you're saying, and they're buying an illegal property. And so you need to know that, too. Um, and many places don't tell you. So uh, one of my favorite places is there's this village of Quag. Dottie, you know the village of Quag, mm -hmm. right? Sure. So the village of Quag, actually the village of Southampton does this too. They say when you do a change in ownership, meaning a sale, they do an inspection and give you an updated CO, which tells the purchaser whether they're buying legal or illegal property. And it's so important for people to be able to know. So you need to find out if your town does that, and if they don't, you might want to get a code inspection when you're buying to make sure you know the legality of the property. Yes. Because otherwise you're buying something that, you know, you, I hope everyone knows how tickets happen. Dottie and I are neighbors. We love each other. Everything's great. I'm just pretending. But we are. And we have this, and I have this dog named Fufu. And Fufu makes a poo-poo on Dottie's lawn. And Dottie doesn't like the poo-poo. So she calls the code enforcement on me. And woof, I got a ticket. You get tickets because your neighbors complain on you. That's how it happens. And so well, people need to know what they're buying. And I always say, and Dottie, I think you've said this too, we don't judge what you do, but I want you to be informed so you can make informed decisions. That's right. People have choices. But I would say any time that you buy something, that's why you need to use a real estate attorney who will check out everything about the property that you're buying. And then, you know, you make your own choices uh, on whether you, you know, rent something or you don't. Uh, but at least you know where you stand, uh, so that's that's really important. Um, and if you're a seller, you certainly don't want to disclose it's legal and that you have an apartment if it's not, because then you're disclosing false information, which is a whole other scenario that you can't do. So I would just say that buying an investment 
you need to have it checked out, and that's why you don't let your son-in-law, who's a divorce attorney and doesn't really want to do it, uh, do it. Get a real real estate attorney like Andrew and then sit with someone like Ron at Citizens Bank, and they'll make sure you have everything checked out before you sign any contract. I have one other question. Uh, my next-door neighbor has a large tree that's in very good health, but it's grown so big it throws shade over my patio. It's a real sore spot to us. Can I trim the branches that hang over my patio? Bill from Bay Ridge. So, uh, first of all, I hope you don't have a pool in there because I once had a neighbor with a, uh, a tree over. I had a pool in my old house. And I couldn't get that pool to stop being green with these leaves that were going in there, Dottie. It was, it was right. a disaster. Your neighbor's tree can create a big mess on your property. So legally, though, is the law is that you're allowed to trim, trim anything that's overhanging your property so long as you don't kill the stump. If you kill the stump, you're liable for three times the amount of the stump value, meaning the amount of the tree. And trees can be very, very expensive when they get big. So what you need to do is you can cut over your property. But I'm going to tell you something, just because you can doesn't mean you should. And what does that mean? If you start cutting it, watch out for your neighbor to start screaming at you. So what I'm going to suggest you to do is to go knock on your neighbor's door, make yourself a little pie, say, can we talk about this? Maybe we can work this out because I think the theme of today's show is good communication solves everything. I was just going to say that. I mean, everybody, it's, it's, it's communications. And, uh, you know, sometimes you tr- find somebody who's just not willing to. Uh, but most times if you knock on somebody's door and you ask them and you explain your circumstances and you try to work something out, um, people will try to accommodate you and uh but if you, you just go do it if you just go cut somebody's branches down even though maybe they really wouldn't have cared um i just think that's the wrong thing i agree with Andrew. i have a, I have a quick story my my next door neighbor uh, planted uh on my property at the, his driveway he funneled out the front of his driveway and he p- planted trees and little stuff um on my property um, so I went to him and I said, that's my property. I don't want you to be planting there. Uh, I want you, or I called him. And then a, a week later, he came to my house with fish. And he said, I, I, I was fishing this morning and I, I bought this fish. I got caught this fish and I'd like you to have it. And I said, I really don't want your fish. I want you to dig up all the plants that you planted oh, on my property. I was liking front. his idea. What type of fish was it, Stephen? Maybe that was the problem. <laughs> it wasn't halibut. If he would have got you a Dover sole. <laughs> if he would have got you a Dover sole, the plants would still be there. I couldn't be bought off with a fish. I, I just no? he needs to get more than that. <laughs> yeah, what's your price, Stephen? We got to find I, out Stephen's price, everyone. This is I important. Was, I was afraid that I would go to sell my house and that he would say that, that property was his because he p- planted on it. And what what is that called uh, when you take so over? Stephen, I have good news for you. That's called adverse Zoomable. possession. But since 2008, Stephen, yeah. adverse possession doesn't apply to cultivating property like that. So they changed the law in 2008. And before then, you could do it from that. But minor plants and shrubs and stuff like that doesn't create adverse possession since 2008. So maybe we want to revisit this fish now that you're informed. Well, he's dead. I'm sorry. My neighbor but wait, died. stop, everyone. <laughs> Just so you know what adverse possession yes. is, if you occupy something as if it was yours for, I think it's seven years, uh, Ten years out of- then it becomes yours. 
And um, this happened to me many years ago, not me personally, but we were selling a home on Long Island, and I think the zoning was maybe an acre. And, uh, you know, so, and it was a lot of woods, so you really couldn't see where the property really ended. And one of the neighbors in the back built a pool and actually built the pool on this person's property. But the person never knew it because it was an acre and there was a lot of woods. And he didn't realize that this man's pool was on his property. So when he went to sell the property, the title company came in and realized that somebody's pool was on his property. So therefore, it wasn't a full acre and he lost the sale, and it was a whole litigation, and I don't remember exactly how it all ended because— But a disaster. It was a disaster, and the, and, and the sale obviously couldn't go through. And so adverse so, possession means if you use something long enough— So you have to—you can't plant on it. You have to actually walk on it or build on it. Andrew, what— Yeah, it's, it changed in 2008, Stephen. So the standard is called open, notorious— hostile with full expectation of right there's this standard a legal standard and what it does and what Dottie was saying is it says even though the deed is in my name through equity which means fairness we're going to change the deed because i lived there believing it was mine this whole time and a pool is a perfect example historically before 2008 that 10-year period could be from planting just like you were thinking about but in 2008 they said de minimis encroachments don't qualify anymore and they specifically talk about plants and shrubs and that's why beyond it's sad that he died it's a shame that you didn't get your fish because we could have saved this <laughs> but so they have to actually build something and then they can take over that land well it's 10 years though but they have to have expectation of right which means they can't know it's your property and that's a very important oh. distinction oh. we end up with these lawsuits a lot Dottie uh, and Stephen. we do this um, mostly you see it in waterfront property because if I took five, eight, five, I mean five feet on your property, unless there's minimum acreage, which was Dottie's example before, which could be a major issue. But if I took five feet, it's not worth that much money if we're talking about in a suburban area, unless it's waterfront or in the city. But cities are usually condos, co-ops. You could see it with a townhouse. Right. So when you're dealing with bulkheading, it becomes very, very valuable. And I want to revisit what Dottie said. I thought this was so important. She said minimum acreage, right, Dottie? Right. But I think minimum setback also really matters. A lot of people build up to, you know, a lot of places say you have to be 15 feet from the property line. Right. And if you get adverse possession and they take two feet, you might have to take away your house. Oh, well. <laughs> There's so Terrifying. much to know. I mean, Stephen was just, was yeah, you were telling me before the show about a story that you read in the paper. Oh, yeah, that's a co And you wanted story. to ask Andrew. Yes, we're going to stop for a break right now. But, Andrew, oh, ask no, the question, the and news. then we'll do the news, and we'll give the answer afterwards. There are two guys that are had a warring in 510 Park Avenue. One guy's claiming that the co-op board guy's trying to stop him from selling his apartment. We'll talk about that when we get back from the break. Yeah. 866 We'll be right back. We'll answer all your questions, and we're going to talk about pricing real estate property. What's, is there a psychology about it, or how do you price your property? It's a question everybody asks me. 866-970-9622. We'll be right back after the 11. Eye on Real Estate with Dottie Herman is sponsored by Citizens Bank N.A. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.